You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. Really regretting sitting next to Braden now that I see that we're both wearing oh, like yeah. camouflage. <laughs> you look wonder. fancy, though. Is that like a, a Gucci yep, camo shirt? It is Gucci. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, you do have Patagucci vest on, so yep. that kind of fits. This is nice, though. Yeah. yeah. I did the same thing. Yeah. I walked up to him and was like, I like you this. Gotta, you got to touch it, you know? Yeah. That's one thing Squatchbot can't do. Yeah. Cannot sample your shirt. Thank you. I'm never going to update him to where he can touch you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's avoid that as much as we can. Keep your hairy palms to yourself. Well, we're going to be talking about AI here in a minute uh, or, or like our version of AI, but there is some crazy stuff coming out right now. Have you read about the effort to stop AI development? Yes. What's going on with that? It's, in my opinion, it's mostly, it's like a bunch of researchers at Google are like, hold up, everybody. We need to stop improving on this AI because Google is so far behind on her. Because we happen to be in second, third, (laughs) or fourth place. Hey, we can't make any AI better than this for six months until we've internally developed AI better than this. I mean, they're saying there are going to be a lot of societal impacts to AI, and there's researchers that are saying, AI is going to replace 7% of the workforce. People are going to lose jobs because of AI. And it's, I mean, there's the legit possibility of this thing learns to code and it's coding itself. And can this take over? People are worried about that. I'm not specifically worried about it. My, my thing is, this is only the United States that's talking about this, right? Yeah. We're already behind on like 35 of 40 categories across technology when it comes to China. Yeah. Why would we slow down? I think it's mainly because you can go and ask ChatGPT stuff instead of Googling it, and Google doesn't get ad revenue. So they're <laughs> like, well, we, we got to stop this right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I saw this, and I'm like, so literally two weeks ago, we were talking about how China is crushing us in everything. And now we're going to talk about the fact, like, well, maybe we should just slow up. Yeah, let's you just know? stop everybody. Yeah, like, if anything, we should be developing some of these protocols, like we shouldn't just halt development for six months, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like with every crazy tech shift, new innovation, there's like jobs that are lost, but like it creates a vacuum of like, now there's a new type of workforce that exists of like AI prompt analysts. And like, what are these, what are these new roles going to be? But like, yeah, I mean, there's going to be some roles that get replaced, but imagine when the car came out, the people working on horse and buggies, you know, kind of, they lost their job a little bit or well, had to shift to adopt a new technology. Yeah. Like Literally, they came out with a law that if you had a car, you had to have someone ride ahead of you with a horse to tell them that a horseless carriage was coming. Like that's that <laughs> oh, was that's where hilarious. their focus went into. And this happened with radio. There was all these concerns. TV did the same thing. And we can't undo this thing. Yeah. That's where I'm – I mean, there's too many of them. Chat GPT is the one that's getting all the attention. But if you took Chat GPT away, there's still a dozen other – 
you know, conversational AI tools out there. Yeah. Uh, really, nobody's talking about how scary Mid Journey is. Yeah, Mid Journey super scary. <laughs> I was just using a new one I sent to Braden this morning called Perplexity AI. That That's I think awesome. is better than ChatGPT in a lot of ways. Oh, really? It like yeah. cites its sources and gives oh, yeah. you links back to the web. Yeah. It was explaining to me how rewards and logging time on GoWelt works and like linking back to our hints pages and stuff. It's the, awesome. Um, it's incredible. Mid Journey for our, I, I realize some of you all that listen to our show normally may not follow the tech stuff as much, but Mid Journey is this tool where I could go in and if, like, for example, if you saw the Pope photos that have been trending where he's like training to be a boxer or if he's got even just the puffy coat. That was a fake image. Yeah. I saw that image and did not realize it was fake in Twitter because I didn't read the caption. And it just, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, that's dumb. Like, look at the Pope. He looks silly. He looks like a marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. Totally fake image. Like most people do, right? And yeah. that's how that stuff goes crazy. Yeah. Well, like, and, no one digs in. There's uh, no nuance. The Trump arrest photos mm. went crazy viral. And they yeah. looked, I saw those. Uh, I think I saw that after the fact, after it had been exposed that it was AI. But they looked real. Yeah. I mean, it, it, really quickly, this stuff is, yeah. um, you know, it's 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 become a point where some of this is indecipherable. And I do think it, you know, I'm seeing photos now and I'm like, is this real? Like, yeah. I don't trust anything now. Yeah. But yeah. that's been going on for years. The, um, you know, you look back at, I remember um, when the tornado hit Tuscaloosa years ago. This was maybe 10 years ago. And you, you remember that big F5 that came through and killed, like, I think it was 200 people died in Alabama in that, in that tornado. Oh. All these images were going viral. Mm. And it wasn't, they weren't necessarily fake all the time, but a lot of them were just from movies or from other tornado. Like, yeah. this has always been a problem with, with social media. Uh, it's just now you can, like, literally sit down and type out you know, the commands for it to create your own images to go viral. Yeah. Worse than that, you can ask ChatGPT to write you a prompt for mid-journey and it'll create something far better than you could ever mm, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll have the lighting, the composition, the ratio, the, like it knows exactly what to say to mid-journey to have it make, you know, whatever you're trying to create. It's, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I did yeah. read this morning that like accountants are, high risk for being replaced with this stuff because yeah. it can learn really quickly from things they've done in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my previously I was a copywriter and that's one of the things they're saying is a top threat from, uh, AI. Now, Chris and I've laughed at that a little bit because some of the stuff that he'll, he's like, Hey, chat GPT wrote this for me. Can you look at this? And I'm like, yeah, we're not using that. It's very confident. Yeah, it is very confident. And, uh, just as an example, I wrote a contract for something that I was working on and it was two pages long and I, I, it was a legal contract and I'm not an attorney and I was just trying to get my attorney prepped a little bit of what I wanted. And I sent it to him and like, was real proud of it. I'd worked on this with chat GPT, which I did not tell him. And I sent it to him and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna need some time on this. <laughs> he literally, he said, he said, he basically said it was terrible. So I don't, I think there's some things like it's not gonna immediately do, but I think at how fast it's progressing, it's scaring people a little bit. Yeah, and if I was a lawyer, I'd have told you it was terrible too. Yeah, well, yeah. my job. Trust I'm gonna me, need yeah. four more hours. Trust yeah. me, when my two-page contract became a ten one, I was like, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I forgot right. some things, and there's some <laughs> things that uh, were not good. All right, so, yeah. lawyers are safe for a little while. And yeah. honestly. <laughs> Everything that got rewritten the most was the chat GPT stuff. So, Ouch. um, yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's, it's not 
replacing everyone soon. I think the interesting thing here, and we're going to get to why we're doing this podcast in a second, uh, after we terrify everyone about AI, <laughs> yeah. we're going to talk about the way we're using it. Um, <laughs> but the, you know, the interesting thing is a lot of these prompts, uh, you know, the people are getting worried about it replacing you, but I've, I've tried to replace Brayden with AI and I just can't, like, can't you know, uh, the, you know, it can't microwave fish at the office. Like I can't, no, it doesn't can't. have a good mustache. It doesn't, um, not wear stylish it, clothes. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't it, it doesn't self deprecate as well, but, yeah. uh, but, but, funny enough, Braden has become really skilled at using AI to be more efficient at his job. That's where right. I think it's going to land is yeah. that people who honestly, just like people who didn't adopt uh, Google or even email, you email, know, I still talk to people comparison. that, that are like, I, I still know people who have their assistant print out their email and highlight things for them. Yeah. Wow. You know, there's, there's and like people that don't adopt calendars. Jacob and I know some people that like will not use a calendar. They create their own spreadsheets and it just makes everything really difficult. Right. Um, the, you know, when you, when you fail to kind of go along with things that happen like the internet, like email, um, people that know how to Google search and research really well, yeah. you know, often become strong marketing copyright copywriters because mm-hmm. they can teach themselves. That's there. That's where some of this could supplement that. But yeah. I, I still think, you know, from what I've, I, I still think creativity and human creativity is going to win because everything that this AI stuff is using is historical, right? It's things right. that have been done. It's replicating and maybe rewording, but it's leaning on things that have been done in the past and creativity pulls from things that haven't been done. And that's where I think there's an interesting relationship there. What we've done is lean on what I just said of there's, there's historical information out there Mm -hmm. that we could tap into in a really powerful way, right? Like in a good way. So with go wild, when people post into the platform, our listeners probably know on the show that you can flag a, a, I think we used to call it, ask a question. And now it's called ask the community. Mm -hmm. And Chris and the development team have built that so that effectively, if you flag that, it's going to look at the trail you're posting to and it's going to say, okay, of the people that interact on this trail here, like however many people mm-hmm. I think can help answer this, it will send a notification to them. And then I often see, I'm like, oh, um, Adam Smith is asking a question about, and then I'll, I'll tap through and, it, and I can see what he's talking about. And I often get kind of sucked into that right and you'll see a lot of times those posts will have 20 or 30 answers on them that's not uncommon right Mm -hmm. where we started to see opportunity with this when when this technology really rolled out in no end of november chris and i were talking and he said you know i think i could use this to help these people that ask really really nuanced questions that maybe don't get as many answers to trapping's a good example uh, sometimes the trapping scenarios are so specific and the gear that trappers use is so um, intense. Like there's a lot of, you have to have a big knowledge base to, to handle that. That's one where this technology can do really well. So when now when you post, Chris, our AI that Chris has largely developed um, is, is using these frameworks we've been talking about, leans on chat GPT. Uh, we're working, as Chris kind of noted there, we're looking at other things that we're kind of pulling into this. But... Chris now prompts the artificial intelligence and Squatchbot comes back with an answer. And at first it was not good. It was terrible. <laughs> I started to prep for this. I was looking at like, let's go back through all the comments Squatchbot has ever put on a post. Some of those are super old because yeah. Squatchbot was very early on in Go Wild. Yeah. I've just oh, our right. idea of like, hey, somebody joined the platform it, as soon as they post. 
will automatically reply as this bot to say welcome to the platform. I think he launched in 2019. Yeah. Is it right? He, yeah, <coughs> he launched in 2019, and he had, like, a Cookie Monster voice at first. Oh, yeah. Like, that, yeah, we, we were like, he's going to be obviously kind of dumb. Yeah, no, we, we, he sounds like Cookie Monster. That's how he'll reply. <laughs> and we had him welcoming people to the platform, and we actually found out that he had an adverse effect. Yeah, um, people, people were like, this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> people were not likely as likely to stay when Squatchbot commented on their posts. So we, we killed them. Uh, well, well, that's not, well a little, that's not a little malicious. You let him go on a walk. He yeah, locked he, him in his yeah. cave. Yeah, we, we asked him to leave the building. How about that? Yeah. Um, and he his profile had been out there this whole time. And, and then Chris had the idea of bringing him back. Mm-hmm. But now – like back to end of last year when he started commenting, it was, I, I don't think you care if I say I like we, we had a few instances at first where people would be like asking for hunting tips and he's pulling from tech that was developed by Silicon Valley. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, we, we, that's just the way it is. And he would come back and he's like, I don't condone hunting. And we're like, no, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very much. Yeah. Do. This was raw. This was not go wild technology at all. So we mm-hmm. had to, you know, kind of learn how to refine that. But then there's been iterations of this tech, and then Chris has just been way in the weeds on learning it. And, you know, today, um, like even last night, I saw this this guy was going back and forth with Squatchbot just testing him. Mm-hmm. And he was asking him all kinds of questions. Uh, it started off about squirrel hunting, I think. And then he was asking him, like, how do you tell the difference between a, a male and female goose? And Squatchbot came back with, like, a five-paragraph answer that I did not know any of the answers to. Yeah. And it was very in the weeds. Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, it's really cool to be able to get instant answers on anything. Yeah. You know? And a lot of that, I mean, a, a decent portion of it is coming directly from ChatGPT, but mm-hmm. it's also feeding back and forth with the community. So it's learning as you talk to it. And it's learning from previous posts of asking similar questions in the community. We've got so much expertise of people answering deer hunting and squirrel hunting questions that we can reference that to then help it answer your questions. Right. So we have obviously hundreds of thousands of pieces of content. And then since we've launched the questions feature, that was years ago that that went up, we have a a ton of content that he can sort through there. And then not to mention Squatch is looking at thousands of questions a month now Mm -hmm. since we launched that in December. He's getting fed a ton of content. And the goal here is never to replace the community. We had internal concerns around that when we launched it. Erica brought that up immediately. She said, is this something that's really counterintuitive or counterproductive even to the community aspect of it. And we thought about it, but really like, again, coming back to that person who asked that really in the weeds question that maybe nobody else knew the answer to. Mm-hmm. I love that Squatchbot gives them a chance to find a quality answer. And I haven't really noticed, we haven't looked at, I don't think you've pulled the date on this, but I haven't really noticed that he impedes other people from asking. I don't think he has because I mean, we're still sending all those notifications to the top posters in the trail that you ask. So if you ask a deer hunting question, yes, unless you've blocked him, Squatch will reply to you and answer and we've kind of segmented it out. Originally, it just looked like any other comment in the community, like somebody else was posting. And then we started getting reports of, hey, there's a bot in the platform because <laughs> mm-hmm. people don't understand that it's something we built. Yeah, and which was so, fair. Yeah, it's fair. But now it's like you can give feedback. This is good. This is bad. If it's bad, we'll immediately remove it. And that goes into my queue of, like, let's figure out why he's answering these questions wrong. Yeah. Um, but we still, like, what I was seeing looking through the post that Squatch has commented on, it's like he will answer, and then that kind of kicks off the community discussion of like, if Squatch says this, I really think this app is better for mapping, or mm-hmm. like 
people kind of will reference what he said, but go back and forth and kind of debate what he answered. Yeah. And sometimes his answers are high level, which is good if you're just starting to understand something. But the other day I noticed a question, somebody was asking about saddle hunting with a gun mm-hmm. and I jumped in Squatch gave a fine answer, but I, I mean, I just went through my first season in a saddle and I killed the deer with a rifle in a saddle and had feedback on that, like specifically that went more in the weeds, but I didn't, what was cool was like, I didn't have to explain what Squatchbot already did. He already right. took care of the basics for exactly. me. Yep. And now I can get in the weeds of like, Hey, yeah, that's something to think about, but also you need to think about how you're going to level the firearm and, and, you know, be able to support it. It's not just getting up in the tree with it, yada, yada, yada. It was yeah. like, so I, I was able to kind of go past the comment that he had already left yeah i think the one one big thing that Squatchbot adds um to the community is like very specific local questions so like one of the things i was struggling um to figure out was when me and derek were in nebraska and we were literally sitting we were glassing on the side of a hill looking around and like we had some questions about some stuff and like i threw it out there and it i eventually I got a great answer from um, somebody that lived in the area that we were at and they, they gave a good response. We were already back at the hotel. Um, and so I think like Squatchbot being able to give like an instant like baseline amount of information, looking at what people in the community from those areas have already talked about or said or whatever um, is a huge, huge bonus yeah. to like get that instant feedback when you need it. Um, I, I think back to when I first started turkey hunting, I haven't been turkey hunting um, a long, long time, like a lot of our members have. I don't know how long. I'm, I'm trying to think. Maybe, maybe like the last ten or twelve years. But when I was early in turkey hunting, and even on Go Wild, um, you know, would want to know like, oh man, it's gonna be super windy tomorrow. How does that impact turkeys? Yeah. yeah. And if you're getting up in the morning and you want to know if you should go or not, you can post it in the community. And I have seen people do this where they post at night. Hey, I'm going to the, I've seen that exact scenario. I'm going turkey hunting in the morning. It's going to be super windy. I don't know how that impacts the birds. And they'll wake up with four or five, six answers on a post like that. But with Squatchbot, you can post, you can even direct message him and just privately ask him directly. And now you're getting all the knowledge that we're working on, uh, training him on from the community. He understands what other people are talking about, but you're also getting the full resource of the internet, right? right? Like he's, he, is able to digest all that has digested. It has it ready to go to, to learn from literally across almost anything you can ask him about. Mm-hmm. And you can get those quick answers like that, you know, immediately. I, Jacob, how often do I text you? Hey, I'm going fishing tomorrow. It's going to be muddy. I'm going to be at this lake. Like I can start to dialogue with Squatch instead mm-hmm. of, you know, hoping that Jacob's looking at his phone at 1130 at night, you know, yeah. um, not, not that I'll probably ever stop texting Jacob that, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm always wondering, I'm actually going to talk to him today about possibly going fishing uh, on a trip and, and pick his brain because I just, Jacob's smart, right? Yeah. But you can do that with Squatchbot if you don't have a Jacob, right? That's yeah. what's cool. It's hard to replace experience, you mm-hmm. know? Like, that's that's where, like, we're kind of talking, like, there's a line between, like, Squatch can do a lot, but, like, or even Google or anything like that, like... We have ac- we have always had access to information similar to this, but like the speed that you can get it from Squatch and the community factored into that is really important. But like experience stuff, man, like you just you know stuff from being in a tree with a gun, yeah. you know, saddle hunting that like you just if you haven't done it before, there's a million things that the community still I think we need to support each other answering those questions and Squatch can be wrong. Like especially mm-hmm. when you're asking Squatch about strategy and deer hunting and stuff like that. I mean nuances out the wazoo but like starting the conversation from nuance instead of from the basics i think is like definitely a large advancement in like helping get good quality information out of the platform 
Chris, talk a little bit about, to Braden's point, um, you know, it's not it, – the tactics uh, are helpful, but it's always best to get human experience. Yeah. One thing we've always seen a lot of, and in fact in 2019 started moving towards, was gear. And, you know, in 2019 people started wanting to post gear reviews, so we launched a gear review trail. And then that, that started to really get traction, and we said, well, you know what? We should really have ability to tag the gear. So we, we introduced uh, Gearbox where you could tag gear on Go Wild in, or into 2019. And we still see people posting and asking questions about what is everybody's opinion of this product. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about what you're working on with product recommendations to expedite that, that crowdsourcing of knowledge. Yeah. So, I, and that's to me, the really exciting direction that Squatch is going is really, he's, it's getting better and better with my work on feeding on everything the community has said and, and posted in the community to really power the AI. So we get all these product uh, reviews and comments. You go hunting and you tag your rifle and you tag your camo. And we know your zip code, if you put your location on your post, all this information is going to end up feeding into the AI. So I say, like, I'm going camping next month. I, I want to look for a camp stove. If I ask that question in the community now, Squatch might answer. He might recommend some random products from the internet. But what he will do soon is look at, okay, what camp stoves does Go Wild sell if we sell anything? Or what camp stoves have we pulled in from other sites that people have reviewed or people have commented on and tagged in posts and start recommending those products? Hey, check out this one. Braden used it last week to on his camp and said it was great. This like is a top going, reviewed, like, yeah, this, this like is looking reviewed. at the data that people are already looking for. They're asking, does anybody have experience with this? And, you know, you could do, you could go through and, you know, do the normal shopping thing and looking at reviews, but really all you want to know is like, does this thing work for my scenario? Yeah. And, and it, what does the go old community say? Hey, right. I can tell it. If you search for a camp, I can look at the people who have logged the most time camping over the past year and what tent are they using. So I can start giving it some context around here's not just products that we sell, a lot of stuff we don't sell. Here are things that people have tagged and try and pull the best recommendations and the best reviewed products so you can actually give you really good recommendations on what to buy. Yep. It's a, and you can use that in the DMs too. So I could go direct message with Squatch and say, hey, I'm going turkey hunting. I've got some camo. I've lost weight. I need to buy some new stuff. I've got a hundred bucks. What should I buy? And he could legitimately recommend you products. Yeah. Um, how soon until the products come out? We're probably looking in the next couple of weeks. Okay. It's, I've got demos of it. I'm still kind of tweaking it. Yep. I've seen it. It's really cool. Um, I want to, I want to kind of back off. That's the product feature. It's going to continue to evolve. I think we'll be adding more places where you can interact with Squatch over time. Um, we're really excited about that, that evolution. Let's give some advice to people on how to use SquatchBot. Braden kind of alluded to it a second ago. A lot of the first comments from SquatchBot, sometimes they are wrong. I will say I haven't seen as many of those lately. I think he's gotten a lot better over the last few months. Agreed. Um, but if you post and SquatchBot answers and doesn't give you an answer that you feel is either correct or enough, what's the best? How do you, how do you continue to interact with them? So the first thing I would do, so as soon as you comment, you will see, as soon as Squatch comments, you'll see a thumbs up or a thumbs down on his comment. If you downvote his comment, 
it will tell us like it pings me immediately and says Squatch answered something poorly. This was reviewed bad. It'll actually, if you do it on your own post, it will remove his comment from your post because we don't pe- want people to see incorrect information. So that's the first thing I would do: downvote his comment. And if you want to message me and say, "Hey, this is really off," like that could help as well. But I would almost go, if you really want to continue down that route of talking to the AI about that, I would go to a direct message and start talking back and forth with it. And I'm always open to feedback on how that's going. I don't, I've, obviously, I'm not seeing those direct messages. I only see it when it's publicly on those posts. So if you get anything incorrect in a DM, I'll screenshot it, send it to me, and I'll just continue training but, this But thing. if you reply on the post, it does have the context <clears throat> of all the, mm-hmm. everything you've yeah, talked it has about. the full context of that single post. It will refine it. Right, mm-hmm. right. So, yeah. so like I've seen that was a bad answer. Yeah, you and can then, comment back and say, hey, I'm actually looking for this. And he will take the, all the context of what he's previously answered and give you a better answer. Yeah, like I've seen um, – I just recently saw a guy who was trying to find public land in a state, and I can't remember where it was. Um, but I think it was Georgia. I think I saw might that might have been. So mm-hmm. I, I, he gave some answers, and re- I replied and said, "Can you can you give some more specifics on where to find those WMAs or whatever it is for that state?" And he'll give often the website. Sometimes they're wrong because these state agencies change their website, and mm-hmm. we're not quite to real time internet searches here, um, but. Talk a little bit about that uh, of like interacting with him and like if I ask him for fishing tips and he gives me a very general and this might even be Jacob because Jacob's mm-hmm. been a lot with him like what are the ways you should refine let's do this to Jacob because he's yeah. he's been playing with Squatch Bot too like yeah. if I ask for bass fishing tips and he comes out and gives me real high level stuff like when the water's hot you need to go deeper like whatever it is how do you continue to refine that yeah I think obviously there takes a baseline knowledge of of what you're trying to get to so if you're trying to figure out the best lure for this certain scenario and he says use a spinnerbait okay what type of blades do i need to look for on that spinnerbait what weight do i need like if you're going to be purchasing a product you need to ask the specs answers to the specs of that product that you need to refine down to so it's honestly the stuff that i've seen on the fishing side is shocking how good he does with water clarity, water temperature, air temperature, that kind of stuff does really well, where the bass might be staged. And so you can really just push it on, okay, what type, what color, what depth, like really dive dive into the details. Mm -hmm. Because he does do pretty good. Did you see last night this dude ask him um, if there was still ice on the lake? Uh, I can't remember where this was, but he was Um, asking about ice fishing. And Squatch said typically this time of year there is still ice. Wow. And he made a whole – thing about how to handle that in like the specific area the person was yes and wow. and the guy came back and he's like wow now there's no ice this year because it's been unseasonably warm mm-hmm. but that would have been dead on yeah, yeah. holy you know, crap um, awesome. so to jacob's point you can you can try calling out an exact lake and area and the more information you give the more helpful it is so yeah. it, even if you don't like jacob was talking about calling out specs i just want to encourage people if you do, you don't have to know that to start you can ask him, I, like for me, I'm I'm a very novice bass fisherman, right? Like I, I'm not anywhere near the level of the guys here or, or some of the people we work with. I could say, I'm going to this lake at this time of year, and I really don't know how to fish it. And he gives me, you know, let's say he spits out, like Jacob said, some lures. I could come back and say, okay, I see you're recommending this style of lure. What are the things to consider about yeah. that lure? And I don't even have to know the specs yet. And then yeah. when he says, hey, these are the things that you want to consider, mm-hmm. then I can say, okay, uh, knowing all that, 
what exact products do you recommend? Because now he's learning more and more about how you're going to be fishing as he goes. And then you can start to refine into the specs he recommends you searching for. And then once we turn on the shopping functionality, now you're going to be able to say, cool, show me what I can get. Yeah. Yeah. This one. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's where we're trying to get it to. Um, we wanted to take a little bit of time today to explain just the goals of this. I mean, I think some people there have been, you know, there's, I've probably talked to half a dozen people that hate Squatch Bot mm-hmm. and that's fine. That was my gut when we started talking about it. I was like, Oh, the, the community is going to kind of go up, you know, pump the brakes a little bit. What is this? I don't, I'm not, I'm kind of hesitant to listen to AI. Don't know much about it. Uh, but it's been pretty well received and yeah, people are engaging. Yeah. <clears throat> and and yeah. if people, like Chris said, you just block him and you can't, get his answers anymore and that's fine um we don't want to be a nuisance but i'm telling you for what what we've developed here it's a really cool tool and it's not a tool that you can get anywhere else i mean um you know onyx has their map layers uh you know the uh what's the jury guys app deercast has their weather predictions spartan forward's got a lot of ai informed mapping predictions these guys all have great apps that are curated around utility but there's no free-form communication app like SquatchBot. There's yeah. just absolutely nothing out there. It's the first one that's been curated for the outdoors. It's being built off the back of the the knowledge base of our community. Yeah. And, you know, the goal here is to just help people. You yeah, know? it's it's an extension of the community. Like, yep. it, it is, like, looking at the community and the content being generated and what people are needing and asking and wanting and then putting it all together and we're using AI to make sense of it all. But, like... It's not just like a robot. I mean, it's an extension of what Go Wild is, yeah. really. Like, kind yeah. of the like force multiplying one of the best parts of what the community is. Yeah. And I mean, I would ask people, like, you have to use your intuition on when this thing is right <laughs> and when it's wrong. Yeah. But if your threshold for a tool is only helpful to me when it's 100% correct, like, Google's not useful to you. You, yeah. you have to use your intuition on what you're finding from that answer, or if you just go search the internet, half the stuff you're going to find. Dude, Squatchbot is infinitely better than going to Google because now i got to sort through all these, you know, uh, and a lot of these blogs that are ranking are going to be affiliate-driven to where they're really biased in what they're giving you. This dude is straight up looking at the answers from literally hundreds of thousands of people and giving you their opinions, and those people don't have incentives when they reply. Obviously, like Chris said, yeah, we're going to be recommending gear that's in our shop. Like, we want you to buy gear through us. That's how we pay for the Mm -hmm. platform. But Squatch is still going to recommend brands that we may not sell over time. Like that, yeah, we're not removing really that functionality. That, that he has the ability to link out and say you should check these other brands. Yeah. Hey, this is the top recommended. This trail cam, I can give him all the trail cameras that we sell and their reviews. And if they're all two star reviews, he's not going to recommend. Right. Them. He's going to say you should really look at this other. Right. One. Yeah. So, and and it's on us to really like make our store a competitive selection to others. Like, and I'd say we're getting freaking close. Right. Um, to where like you know, sure you'll find other products that aren't on our platform, but man, we're we're starting to stack up. You know, with with the larger retailers out there already. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, already with the mobile and saddle hunting, I think we have the best selection online. Um, you guys sell fish and stuff yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Couple. Uh, Asterix. Yeah. Uh, there it comes yeah. Fishing, fishing has come a long ways and we're about to add and a whole about to explode. lot. Yeah. A whole lot more. We'll have everything you need in fishing here soon. Um, you know, onboarding literally, uh, probably, I mean, it's, I would say there'll be at least another hundred thousand products hitting here before end of summer and hopefully 200,000 by the end of the year. I mean, we're doing everything we can to, you know, continue to make sure that, Squatch does have options on what he can recommend to you. Um, but again, you know, the goal here is when, when Chris Donovan and Zach and I started this in a, in my basement, we, we wanted to have a platform that was not just utility driven and that could literally it came from 
the whole concept came from me not being able to find answers, right? It's like, how is this possible? And great answers come from community, but when sometimes they don't because of the nuance we talked about. And I think Squatch Bot is an awesome supplementation to that. I don't think he'll ever replace the community. I think in fact, the whole value of him, and you saw this in the Gear Junkie article uh, that that talked about it. The whole value of Squatchbot is the community. He's learning from from you guys as you interact. So well, and the fact that he lays the groundwork on answers, and then the community can come in and mm-hmm. give more the nuances. Mm-hmm. I actually have a situational question for you on okay. capability, real quick. So if Squatchbot gives a response, mm-hmm. and then I go in and say Squatchbot is pretty much correct, but I would recommend doing this specific thing, mm-hmm. does Squatchbot learn from that? He will within that specific conversation. And later on, like it won't be if you went and asked the same question a second time immediately, you wouldn't see your feedback immediately. But if you were to ask it like a week later, it would take your input back into account. Yeah. So um, us helping refine Squatchbot as a community makes him better. Yeah. And so now he's even more useful. So yeah. yeah. That's where, that he, that's where he differs from the other chatbots that are out there. I mean, you could go right now and chat with ChatGPT, but it's not going to be as refined as what Chris has worked on. And every every month that passes by, he gets more valuable. So, yeah. so ChatGPT doesn't even know what saddle hunting is yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember the first saddle hunting uh, answer. He's like, "Get your horse." Yeah. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Saddle hunting. Want to stop the horse so that there's less movement. Yeah. I remember <laughs> testing it. It was like saddle hunting from. A true, if you want a tree saddle hunt, you need to hang your horse from a tree and climb <laughs> oh. in the saddle. And I'm like, okay. Whoa, hey there. <laughs> Let's start yeah. this over again. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Yeah, guys, check it out. If you want to try it out, you go to uh, post on Go Wild and you hit that uh, up at the top of the box mm-hmm. or right under the text box or is it above it i think it's above it yeah seriously i'm now i'm forgetting my own app here yeah. uh, but it's right above it's right there's above. a little toggle and post try them out you can direct message them uh for whatever reason everyone that uh first tested squatch back in december the number one question that everybody asked was where to hide a body so you guys are <laughs> um, really morbid got a lot um, of good input there yep uh and you can even tag him if you've got an old post where you asked and you got some feedback you're not so sure on you can go and say at Squatchbot and tag him he'll read that whole conversation and give you a reply there too well, Very cool. one, one limitation of him is he can't see images yeah, he doesn't see images yet. yet. Right. <laughs> I did get access <laughs> to a new API. Yeah, that so you're saying that's coming, that. but I'm just I'm throwing it out there because a lot of qu- times p- people post and. Yeah, um, how old do you think this deer is? And yeah. there are times. And like, he will answer <laughs> not knowing there's an image right now. Now it's he cute. knows. <laughs> okay, so he I've, knows there's an image, but he can't I've, see it. I've taught him you don't have access to photos, so just don't answer a question. If you think it's referencing a photo, don't answer it. And oh, so, some, so he might so not he answer. He may not answer. Okay. And I'm working on some other stuff like. If I was to say who all is going to Shot Show 2014, I don't want Squatch to answer. Yeah, that. I don't want to because uh, he's answer like where he's like, oh, uh, Shot Show's typically <laughs> this month in Las Vegas, <laughs> and it's a great industry show. You don't want an AI to answer that. Yeah. So I'm working on teaching him like situational awareness of this is a question for a human, and I need to just stay out of it. Somebody asked him uh, who I was, mm-hmm. and he knew. And then they said, are you coming for Brad's job? And he said, ha ha, I think I'd make a great CEO, <laughs> but not yet. And I was like, oh, okay. what? What? Like, scary that, was, that was yeah. the first time that I, I started to like connect all the dots of the paranoia around AI. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. But that's just where like he's so conversational. Mm-hmm. He is he is more fun. He has a fun more fun tone than the raw 
AI that's out there. Yeah, and I think part of it is he knows he's Sasquatch. Yes, so that, which you didn't purposefully <laughs> teach him. No, right? What? He figured. Yeah. No, swear to God, because I he said one day. He said something about his fur, and I asked Chris, I said, did you tell him he's a Sasquatch? And he said, no. And we figured out it's because Chris, like in the way it's written, he says, you are a bot named Squatchbot. And he put together that Squatch is so- short for Sasquatch mm-hmm. wow. and assumed, like, that's what, like, swear to God, he taught himself. He, or each time he gets asked, he reteaches himself that he's Sasquatch. That's incredible. Yeah, increase. Has anybody asked cool. where he lives yet? Yeah, he won't tell you. Yeah, no. He's oh, like, he well, I mean, I, I, I've seen some stuff around that, uh, whether either DMing or on post from like a lot of the OG Go Wild members have had a blast. Yeah, yeah. Pick, Glenn loves him. Yeah, he sends me screenshots of talking <laughs> with Sasquatch. <laughs> oh, my kids, dude! My kids are like, can we can we talk to Sasquatch right now? Um, but uh, yeah, I think if I think I saw that, and he's like, he won't disclose his location in the woods. I can't of, remember who it was the other day that posted a picture of a turkey and said, "Why did the turkey cross the road?" And Squatch was like. Typically, a turkey will cross the road if there's a food source on the other side. I responded, and I was like, Squatch, that was a setup for a joke. And then he started giving punchlines after Once I explained it to him, it was funny. Were they good? Was he funny? He was was all right. Sea level? Yeah. Yeah, That's because our sense of humor is dirtier than (laughs) Yeah, really? Yeah, but give him a try. Uh, Again, Chris hasn't been on here on this podcast as much. So uh, it's Chris Glime. If if you want to look him up on the app, um, Chris is active and easy to find. So we love feedback. We love feedback on anything. We we take a lot of feedback in our our DMs and send it to the team. So if if you have ideas on that stuff, let us know. Um, make sure you log log time for this show. You want to do that by hitting the plus sign and log time. Go down to Outdoor Podcast, and you can find this show uncensored by Go Wild, or you can search for other shows and you can log those times. And as you log time, you get points. As you get points, you unlock rewards. We have a boatload of rewards that have been added recently. So you definitely want to keep earning points. So you're unlocking some of these sweet deals. Uh, just a recent one that sold out uh, within 48 hours was the Turkey Kill Kit, the Turkey Target, and the Turkey Sticker Combo. Uh, it was a sweet deal. It was like 75% off of that bundle, and uh, it went fast. So make sure you guys are logging those so you're seeing those rewards as they go up. We've got more coming. Erica's working on more right now. Um, Jacob is is sitting on a, uh, a sweet product edition here that will probably be live by this, although that's not going to be a reward, is it? That's just a shirt we're putting to the to the shop, right? It's live. Yep. Yeah, so it's, li- it's live right now. Uh, there's a new turkey shirt. If you guys want to check that out for turkey season, it is literally my favorite Thunder Chicken design we've ever done. Yeah, I'm buying one today. I already Sweet. bought mine. I bought mine Same. yesterday. Um, it is ha- hand drawn by co- uh, Go Wild co-founder Donovan Sears. So if you uh, if you know Donovan, give him a shout out for that awesome design to make sure you snag one of those shirts because there's not many of them. It was a very small limited run. So um, all right, guys, that's it for us today. Uh, this is Chris Glime, Jacob Knight, Braden Ware, and Brad Luttrell. This was uncensored by Go Wild. Thanks to uh, Sportsman's Empire. See you guys.